blast off. We're back. Welcome to the pod. <laughs> Space and Aliens Part 2. Space and part Aliens two. Part 2. Part 2. Um, I'm excited for Maybe. this next little jaunt because we were just we getting into... We got into some meaty stuff in the end there, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, first contact. I've been thinking about this all week. What do you think? Actually... Yeah, man. First Let's start contact. with that. That's a nice. That's a nice launching point for us. Yeah, Pun first intended. contact. Um, well, there's or first contact or like first. Uh, there's uh, the thing is there's a number of different ways it could go down. Like exactly, we could communicate like boom, boom, like them to them to us, or they could be reaching out to us like, hey, your planet looks right for the taking, or whatever, or it's just like we know they exist. Exactly. And I think the level of reaction from society will be different depending on what exactly it is. Yeah. You you pretty much got all of them that I had in, envisioned in my head. It was like, uh, you know, one, we discover life somewhere else that, like, doesn't know that we discovered it. Like, we make first contact elsewhere. Two... Other aliens make contact, or I guess two would be we discover it with like telescopes or something, but we can't like get to it or something mm-hmm. like that. That's probably still one. Probably still. That's one A. That's one A. Well, yeah, yeah, one nice. subprime. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh. Then two is we then... make we make or they make contact with us, and then like sub of that would be they are friendly or they're hostile. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah, and then yeah, and then three would be we make contact with them, and yeah, and then you know. I guess with the so basically, there's really two buckets. There's the we notice them. Yeah. Versus there's some form yeah. of contact, whatever direction it is. I feel like that's the split. Because I think that the interesting question is, what if we are aware of them? but we don't have the contact. That's the scenario that I find most interesting. I find the other one more interesting. Like we, like, like we can engage with them purely on an observational... Yeah, like we've identified life ground. to your early, your first scenario, which is we've identified it somehow, but we're not yeah. making contact. And so I feel like that's where you have the... Like, how does that... How does society react to knowing there is life... But we're not having contact. Is right. a scenario well, I, for that I one, think is would be excited. I, for one, would be like, "Whoa, that's super fun." But then my second thought would be like, depending on the stat, the nature of the life, I mm. would potentially be scared, just because, like, if it's because I think by default, it's the the other people are going to be hostile. Um, Interesting. I don't think you're going to have a nice. Because it's, it's like there's too much unknown. I mean, at least I can speak for humans because I am a human. But, like, I think you would you would necessarily be like – most people would be like, gosh, what are, what are they capable of? You know, we have no idea what they can do. If right. But honestly, they'd likely be so far away. I'd be like, oh, cool. I think, I think maybe I'm, the only way that we can really view it with any kind of – grounds based in reality is what would we do like we could yeah. we have the capability of going out into space mm-hmm. what would we do if we we were the aliens you know discovering like what if we found we get to mars 
um, and we discover some sort of subterranean, like, you know, um, yeah. civilization yeah. that's, yeah, you know, Whoa. are are we trying to um, extract them and study them? Probably. If, yeah. if they're like, if we, we can't would communicate be. to them, we'd treat them well, like dogs no. or something. I don't think so. I think, I think actually like NASA has very strict like protocol for when they send any um, like satellite to like anything that's going to like land on a planet or a comet. They make sure they always are wearing clean suits because they don't want to put any biological thing because they don't want to interfere with anything. And like, yes. Yeah. And or at least you know contaminate the data. If it, also if you like have you know life particles, whatever that is, on your spacecraft before you send it up, and then you get to the planet and it's like, oh, there's life here, but it's really just us, like in our molecules or something. But I think yeah. they have, they do think at least NASA thinks about this, and I think they would like be rules like, for engagement, as it were. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of them are Star Trek nerds, and like there's the Prime Directive, like you know don't interfere. Uh, in like other civilizations like right. star trek deals with it blah 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 but we're not a star trek pod probably losing because like it, i mean what if we you know we in, we find this species and they're like we can't communicate to them they're like smaller than us so they're they're, they're big enough you can fit one in like a little box and we're like <laughs> oh let's like put that in a box and bring it home and it's like <laughs> see if it survives on earth <laughs> you know yeah. and then it dies or something or yeah. like its friends are like Oh my God! Don't take Johnny, <laughs> Johnny, <laughs> yeah, come right. back! You know, and and like all of a sudden now yeah. we have been we have initiated and we are hostile because we stole one of their people or one of their create. That's their a really beings. interesting point, and it's kind of like it reminds me of like how we treat animals on this planet. Like, well, we yeah, that's kind of where I'm getting it from. And we just like, I mean, that's that's the scenario where the uh, the aliens that we see, like, we just observe them. They're, you know, they're not observing us because they're just like little, they're just living. You know, they're like they're like frogs in another world or something. So right. they don't really, they're not. I don't, I don't know, I, I don't know, like, if the natural progression of a of a species would be to become like intel, like to well, to develop like rockets or whatever and want to go to the stars. I don't right. Know. Like, well, it, it is seems it, is it like, any di- go ahead. I don't, I was just going to say, is it any different than like, you know, Christopher Columbus going to the new world and discovering, I mean, he's, obviously he's discovering people, yeah, but bit. like, you know, it's obviously different, but like you take a human, you put a human anywhere in the world or in, in the galaxy, they're still a human. Right. You know, they're right. still they still have human true. tendencies true, of true, like true. curiosity and um I don't know like hostile takeover and like Well, that's that's what I, I think know. is interesting because like we don't know that we're looking at everything through the paradigm of how humans have approached things, which is natural because we are humans and that's all we know. But like right. theoretically, yeah, this could be a be <laughs> like a like a type of being that is evolved well beyond the like predatory flight or you know, fight or flight, all those sort of instinctual things that we point to that ultimately result in conflict and would. Right. I totally agree. Our first instinct, if we found a life form somewhere else, would probably be to like, if they're small and look safe, like approach (laughs) and probe. If they're big and look dangerous, like prepare for conflict. And so there's a possibility that another life form could approach the world and have 
an objective that we can't even fathom. Like it doesn't have to be framed yeah. in our paradigm of like we're here to exploit resources or we're here to make friends or we're here to right. feed. Like those are the things that we think about, but yeah. Yeah. You know. It could be like we're here to like collect your thoughts and move on. Yeah. Like a survey. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like a survey. <laughs> no, like, like literally an intergalactic thoughts, survey. Like... <laughs> the aliens Yeah, have I mean clipboards. it could be it could be like <laughs> they drop all these clipboards from the sky. Yeah, the yeah, just want to collect your thoughts. How is the radiation here? Okay, thank you. All right, moving on. Yeah, no, that would be cool. I don't think we'd don't be like Christopher to, Columbus, though. Don't forget to get collect your gift card after the sample. <laughs> well, we are I like our instinct is to be like no, he was like awful. We're explorers. We're. I'm not saying that we. He was a horrible guy, obviously, but the nature of exploring and then exploiting resources that we find is something that we've seen, you know, yeah, be a common, albeit horrible trend, but it's true. Right. Right. It is true. Like if it you think true. about our deeps, our yeah. even, even our non, non human to human interface, our deep sea yeah. exploration and so forth is looking for oil is looking for yeah. extraction of right. Like right. that's right. our right. modus operandi of engaging well, with unknown is like, what can we, exploit from this that we can use to sustain life or whatever i think a curious um perspective on it is like what if we discover there's life and and maybe there's a lot of life and we discover that the galaxy around us is um in fact like very non-human to a point that's like we don't know shit and it's very powerful and scary and it makes us kind of go insular and like, like kind of look back and or look at ourselves on Earth and be like, we should just focus on Earth. Like, it's a scary place out there. I don't know. Like, like you're saying, I like wonder the scenario if, where if there's a we scenario, find life and it looks scary. It looks more advanced, way more advanced. It looks is that you're talking way about? more advanced, way more complex than we even under than we even can wrap our heads around, and it's. Mm-hmm. And it's threatening and that and it makes us like look at each other and say, we got to upgrade what we have or we have to like protect what we have. Mm -hmm. I I think that would spur us. Well, that's a good point because in the in the end of part one, part one, we had talked about what would the react? What would the change? We we agreed there'd be major changes if we had able to have either actual contact or just even the identification of life outside of Earth. And like my instinct was to think there could be positive change, which is kind of what you're alluding to there. Obviously Tom brought up and it's true that it could also become, you know, completely negative. The reaction could make things worse because, Mm -hmm. you know, fear could drive us, I guess, to one of two things, like either almost like a, an arms race from the world versus whatever, or it could be like, to your point, let's refocus our efforts here on preserving what we have you know, mm-hmm. um, and mending things that have been damaged with, without, re- you know, to some extent, maybe like a, a subconscious belief that potentially we could go somewhere else. Right. And yeah. If this somehow uh, no, solidified think... that to be, or clarified that to be, no, like life outside is violent and whatever. I think it would be, yeah, like I think it would be like, here. like most things. No, it's safe. We have, yeah. we have cows, and trees and <laughs> I don't know. I yeah. think it would be I think like most things it would be very nuanced. 
and like I think you're right, Eddie would be like, you know the sure. you know the the fact that the fact that they would we'd be able to see them scientifically would be in like they'd probably be pretty close or oh I don't know, but it would definitely maybe spur us on to think like oh we can do that like it's possible, you know to travel you know, th- throughout the stars, uh, you know, it depends so much on like what we observe and how, and also if it's really advanced, like if we observe them, we have to assume they can observe us probably. Right. Especially yeah, if they're exactly. like in spaceships. So that would, that would add another layer of like, if we see them and but we don't have any immediate idea of like, Oh, do they see us? Mm-hmm. But so yeah, that, would cause, that would cause, that would cause chaos. <laughs> It'd be right. really exciting. It, It'd be super exciting. Yeah. Yeah. But like, and I wouldn't be afraid for my life particularly, or like, you know, the life of my loved ones, because again, just the size and scale of like space is such that like, I mean, if they can, if they can travel faster than light, then okay, that's there. That's scary. But if, if it's, you know, if they're like normal crafts, like they can just only like travel the speed of light, even if they can travel the speed of light, and we see them so far away, like it'll take them light years. years and years and years and years and years. Light years yeah. is a distance, but yeah. Right. <laughs> I was thinking the other day, like, <laughs> um, <laughs> the, don't, yeah, the folks would get that. They, I, they're, 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 no, I'm just kidding. Go on. <laughs> um, I was just thinking like on a global or, or like, I don't know. I was thinking if we discovered a new species of, extraterrestrials and they were hostile i wonder if it would um it would make us like speciesists on a level where prejudice among humans was eradicated because we have this new threat of that's non-human and like we humans got to stick together it's like our only option or else we we like give in to the non-human threat it basically and, like reframes the us versus them concept. Right. Maybe. I mean, because it, it, it feels like, you know, humans historically have had that us versus them. Like we have yeah, that. Like, obviously. Yeah. Un- unfortunately yep. built built in yeah. where yep. prejudice exists in all different forms. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I'm saying if that's if that's the case and it's like we can't get rid of it, at least maybe we could just assign it to something that's non-human. So us humans can at least be. And then and it really would be planet. It, and it really like, would be no, planet Earth, still be, or spaceship Earth. Yeah, right. No, I, I think I kind of agree with your friend. I think there still would be some, uh, some it prejudice. Still exist. It would definitely. Well, like, I, I think the problem like, is that help, it would still come down. It would still come down. Like I think it's possible that it would have some immediate like connection, um, building ability. But I think fundamentally the the underlying like us versus them mentality would ultimately um, basically return to the point where, okay, if there's actually an invasion happening, for example, you're going to identify your real us, so to speak, right? Versus, you know, like if you're developing something to hide in even, right? Something as simple as that. Like right. there's limited space. And invariably that human nature is going to bubble up to say, now I have to draw lines. I have to draw lines on who is us versus them in terms of providing sustenance, providing, you know what I mean? Like, I do think there could be like an initially like a more wave of like, oh, 
we got to really think about this as a species against another species. But also, I think, yeah. like, I think depending on the actual nature of would prevail. I think in the nature, depending on the nature of the like, if if they're like coming, you know, next month or something, that right. would definitely <laughs> like put. We would want to put all of our resources together and like deal with it. Yeah. And then as soon as the problem was dealt with, we go back. It's similar to like, um, I listened to like a history of Rome podcast and this mm-hmm. happens a lot where they like, they have some external conflict and like the internal po- politics is like, you know, put aside, they right, right. You know, defeat yep, the Carthaginians yep. or whatever, and then go back mm-hmm. to their ways. And I think that's kind of how it would go. Yeah. I was just sort of imagining But did they tell like you that world... Rome was not built in the day, Tom? <laughs> they did. Yeah. That was that's the one oh one. Okay, yeah. that's a legit history of Rome. Okay, good. Yeah, just wanted to check. Just wanted to do a little know, fact I was checking. setting up the ring I was setting up ring doorbell at my house today and like while I was what? waiting for it to what set up, it said That's that little video you know, thing like, that like watches people steal your Amazon packages. <laughs> yeah, oh exactly. I just you just said I was trying to set up ring doorbell. I was like, Well yeah, you just you're, walk you're, up to the you're, door. They're and still you ring gonna the steal it, but this way you get to watch it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> From oh, hang on. It, oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Hey, I gotta helpless. stop the meeting. Look, someone's stealing my Christmas gifts. This is pretty fun. <laughs> I, I saw something like, I saw something that was like, uh, this guy. It was like this guy scolded a thief on his por- front porch into like returning the package. He was like, "Hey, hey, what are you doing there?" <laughs> like through the camera, like phone through the the microphone awesome. on the ring. And the nice. guy was like, I'm so sorry. I don't know. It just seemed very, I don't know. Someone like, so set up let, stage. Let me ask you something while we're on this topic. Okay, your house, from, a, oh, okay. from what I understand, Matt, is quite like wired. You're like internet of Pretty wired. Internet of things to the max, right? Yeah. Spaceship Do you feel Earth. exposed? Exposed to the like alien risks threat? of like those being <laughs> compromised. And then all of a sudden it's like everything is accessible. You got you're putting all your data out there, bro. I mean, it well, started. You, uh, go ahead. It started. I mean, my dad sort of swooped in here and like wired this whole place up. So it's. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's a little out of my hands, mm. but also I kind of have a tendency to enjoy the tech. Yeah. Oh yeah, you and your dad are both gadgety. Yeah, I, I am I, too. So I kind of I, yeah. I dig it. I like gadgets to an extent, but, but though. Yeah, I'm I don't like a screen like, in my face all day. Mm-hmm. That's something I'm trying to. Well, wait till those about. wait till those burglars start hitting up that that ring thing. You're you're gonna have a screen in your face. <laughs> no, so I was trying to hook. install it, and it said like it was taking a while, and I'm just sitting there waiting, and like this little thing comes up that says, "Keep waiting. Rome wasn't built in a day, you know." Like, God, <laughs> are you serious? Even they know. Trying to be Everybody cute knows with me. That. <laughs> Everybody knows. That. I speaking of like that, I wonder if like, like ancient people's like the thought about. Window. If they thought about extraterrestrials, ancient? they were just probably Ooh, they would only question. think about it in this. Yeah, ancient well, peoples this, would they think about extraterrestrials, or they well, think about well, gods? Sh- probably, probably. Well, right? Weren't the Sumerians? The Sumerians like had a whole um, uh, like diagram of the solar system mm-hmm. in ancient That's Sumer. Cool. Yeah, and wasn't it cool. like? I I feel like definitely they thought That's about extraterrestrials cool. because there was. Yeah. You know, yeah, I would say yes, full stop. So I watched in in a little bit more, you know, as we've been on this topic of past like two weeks and I've been I've like crawled out of several like YouTube holes. um, (laughs) uh, I watched Tom DeLonge's uh, 
interview, I guess, with uh, Joe Rogan. And the whole time, it, Both you, you guys know Tom DeLonge groups. from Blink-182. No, who, who, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, the guitar guitarist and singer. Okay. And he's like notoriously just super into aliens. He started his own company. Really? That, Tom, I was wondering if you could check it out. Um Okay. Because to like, if you could give it some sort of credibility, because he kept name dropping all these like former generals and like CIA people, and the it whole thing like was just like flags. a massive conspiracy. It was like watching someone talk about conspiracy theories, and it was a little disappointing, I guess. And I felt like again, like I watched a lot of it. I think I watched the whole thing and just like crawled out of this hole that I fell into. Um, but he was saying that like, you know, that the Greek gods were aliens, that those were, um, aliens like in the sky, like sending down messages, um, to the alien exist, the fader.com. Is that it? Or is this, no, it's like talking about it. His company is called like beyond, like beyond the stars or, Oh, and what does the company do? SpaceX. Tom DeLong quit Blink-182 to research aliens full-time yep that's a red wow. flag i'm gonna go yeah, ahead and man. give that a big tom red flag for that scientifically mm-hmm. bad yeah but it kind of it brings up it kind of begs the question of like why do aliens <laughs> have this in, draw on people have yeah. this draw on people yeah. where they just sound absolutely insane when they try to even talk about it mm. because it is I mean, do we have to normalize it so that like when people talk about it, people aren't like, oh, you're crazy. Okay. Like you're written. <laughs> right, off. right, right, right. Uh, well, because I feel like it's a like, fun thing to talk about, but we just don't know anything. So it's like anything you say is just like, yeah, but you know, you're, you sound crazy. Right. Well, the thing about why they sound crazy is because they not hold all the cards because they hold all the cards of the evidence. They don't. It's usually you can't verify, you know, as a scientist, that's what it is. You got to be able to like, oh, you saw aliens. Okay. Well, let's point our telescopes at the place you said you saw aliens. Let's see if we see a signal. Oh, we see. signal. Okay. Probably aliens. You got to have verification. That's the key. And they never have it. Never. But of no fault of their own, mind you. Because the aliens only show up once to them. Right. Is that what you're saying? Well, no, I mean. Oh, are you talking about people who are claiming they saw aliens? Like Tom DeLonge thinks Greeks were aliens. Well, I, okay, just what? to delineate no, Greek here, gods. does he claim that? Oh, I, guess, I see. Maybe we're splitting hairs. I don't. Maybe I that's not that, worth so. conversing. But going back to your <laughs> earlier question, to Matt, like I do think yeah. it's an interesting question. Why do people? Why are we so fascinated by it? Like that. That's. An interesting yeah, thing yeah. to probe. A I mean, bit. there are there are a whole community of people out there that obsess over this. Yeah. Um, to the point yeah. where they they sound they they sound just like these obsessive compulsive conspiracy theorists, crazy people, and also I think it ties into, you know, there are, there's that community, and then there's also this community I think of people that. Um, exploit those people and make money off of it and the aliens aliens speculation is a business and there's people out there who are like oh you want to know about aliens i'll tell you about aliens buy my book buy my dvd buy my whatever you know subscribe to my subscribe to my share that aliens my pod yeah 
and so and and because of that you know what if you saw a flying saucer in the sky tonight mm. and you tried to talk rationally to it about someone yeah. close to you yeah like what no one would believe you yeah i don't know if no i would believe would myself be- i would right start questioning my own mind first and want to get that checked out yeah, exactly and then i don't know yeah it's a good point because it's like you're you're basically i saying, feel like, crazy what just if- look just researching this shit i'm just well like, and God. i you know we had like two a couple people in our family that said like they saw like alien life forms or whatever up by up by our cabin and this is like this story <laughs> that's been going on i'm serious dead serious that's and, amazing yeah and, was, and yeah. um so I talk to them I don't know. I think it's a good question. Like what, what would you, yeah. What, like how (laughs) would you approach it if you felt confident that you had seen something or whatever? But I guess for forgetting the fact of people who think they've seen aliens or whatever, like for those of us that don't believe we've had an alien encounter, but are still intrigued. Does that come from just a desire to like, I don't know, make, you're, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think why that is appealing because it clearly think, is, irrespective of whether or not you believe you've encountered them or seen yeah. them or whatever. Right. People are drawn I, to I it. I think there's like, I think there are people who, yeah, are curious. They they think there's more than just this life that we have right. on Earth or yeah. like your nine to five and you like. I think people they're want looking for something. More. They're looking for maybe more. They like want something maybe spectacular of, to happen, like on a movie, like on a cinematic level, which would and, yeah. yeah, which can like expand kind of, everything this wide beyond, open door. Yeah, I think that's that's probably. I think that's right. a, you nailed it there with like it's the it's it's basically whenever there's unknown, it can be filled with so much, and yeah, you, it's just the sky's the limit. Ha ha. Um, nice. And, and pun not intended, but excited about it. Um, but <laughs> um, I was just gonna say, like with people, like especially you know, with people who say they've you know seen aliens, it's like I would probably be like, yeah, okay, I I have no reason to doubt you really. I've, but yeah, it do, it doesn't help. It's well, where it that's, ends. no, let's explain that's where it bit. ends. If, exactly if, right. If if I did say to you, I've seen an alien, you wouldn't have any reason to doubt that. I would. I know you pretty well, and I know that you would not like if you were, if you had a smile on your face. I think you'd be joking. No, but, but if I mean, like, like what, if you were serious, I'd step, be like, like, I guess, what would the next? If you step gave me a little winky wink, I'd be yeah. Like, but you trust mm-hmm, a person. Okay, not you trust a person. True. How do if you, you trust like, the person? How do you like? Connect there's nothing that you can do about cognitively. It, do you think? Do you just go like, wow, aliens exist? I I guess what really what really happens is I don't truly on the very. Bit. like if if they said they saw aliens and like how do i ma- wrap that around my head i would not be able to because like there's so many questions that tr- right like if i truly believe that there's so many questions that come right, right after that like well how do they travel here that doesn't right, make any right, sense right 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 right, right. the, the so, that's just... working on my house he what? he just told me the other day he was like uh i saw it i saw like an alien spaceship <laughs> Uh, outside he was like i was in florida yeah i looked right up it was broad daylight there were a bunch of people around me too we all saw it it just kind of hovered there in the sky for a while and there a bunch of people stopped and gathered around and then it took off and i was like really and he's like yeah (laughs) the weird thing is like the problem with yeah what was that quote one of of my immediate like 
reactions to that is, or just the general nature of contact that we've like described or not we per, like us, but humans have described yeah. is like, it's yeah. so human centric. It's like they need a craft to fly. They want to come close and view us. They do, all of that is like so framed around our world view. Like we fly yeah. in crafts. Mm-hmm. We like to observe things from a close distance. We want well, to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I just don't understand why would aliens have to be even remotely connected to any of the physiological well, or emotional or psychological things that guide human life, right? Like, well, yeah, man, yeah, I'm that's, just, uh, that's totally. So that to me seems like we're we're all of that is a projection of how we think about our lives, and then we try to like turn the dial to eleven. So it's like it's not a not an airplane; it's a spaceship, and you know, it's like well, what. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like that's so human centric, and it, yeah. aliens could be flying around Maybe. UFOs. That's not even what I'm debating here. I'm just saying, it just bothers me in a way that like everything that we hear about is like so much, you know, contextualized or sort of like framed in well, all this like the, very human stuff. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go ahead and disagree with you there a little bit, and that's because because UFO literally stands for unidentified flying object i mean the alternative for aliens like flying yeah defined around. by humans i might add Thank yeah you where do those letters come from what alphabet is that tom <laughs> riddle me that one i mean they're not next gonna be, question next question they're not gonna be floating around just like their bodies but why the, I mean, wouldn't maybe, they be why wouldn't they be yeah see that's the I thing is like you have why would they have no, to get into a spacecraft yeah we have to get into a spacecraft because we're humans but why wouldn't they like come out of the ground like goop and just form it's into like their alien self? Right. Or let's Fair be point. like something like quite literally something we can't even our minds can't even comprehend. Yeah. We can't visually true, experience. True, true. It could like true. it could very well be that. I just don't think it's human centric to su- to suggest that possibly any other life form needs to be contained because you because if you're from your planet that has whatever X Y and Z conditions mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. You're you're if you evolve in those conditions, and now you're going into a vastly different condition potentially to go to space, and then another right. vastly condi- different condition. Right. You can't. I mean, unless you're like, like literally like a life form that's just like a molecule that is. I don't know. Like, but no. But again, I, right, I mean, I'm just like, and this is not. I I understand this is a annoying way to engage, and I don't mean to be annoying, but I'm just saying. We're even valid. using I mean, our we're even using our best no, and most in depth understanding of science is still framing that they have to be a molecule or whatever, right? Like that, and I, again, I understand this is this is bordering on it inane, but well, I'm just I saying that's what. And that's what saying, opens up. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I've already said my point. Okay, I just <laughs> think that's what also opens up this enormous door wide open for people who are kind of vulnerable that like want their lives to be spectacular. And then you have the people who are telling them on the other end, like I got the spectacular idea that involves you and it involves me and we can go somewhere else. You got to buy my book though, but it's really cool. And we're all going to go to space eventually, but you got to be part of my deal. And it's, and that's like, yeah, it's just, you know, you could go anywhere with it and, mm-hmm. and convince people yeah. about it. So it's like it muddies up it, that aspect of like alien 
um, subculture, subculture. Yeah, just muddies things up so much that it, maybe for a lot of people it just turns them off. Like yeah, yeah. people who who want to rationally think about aliens or approach the topic just can't even go there because there's already this mucked up you know business and that's kind of what you ex- maybe like experienced when you were looking side. in like the youtube world you're kind of going yeah. down that rabbit hole and you see that and you're like and i think there definitely are people that try to exploit this like i mean yeah, certainly sure. there's a drive because it's i think it's just the the unknown is be able is you're able to fill it with so much and it's just so what we can fill it with is so fantastical. And what I actually think is going to be the reality of it is going to be like, oh, okay, well, not it's not so exciting. But that's what I think. That's usually how science goes. It's like, well, sometimes yeah. science is really exciting. But usually it's like, oh, okay, okay. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. What time's dinner? Oh, okay, so. Yeah, well, that's uh, yeah. aliens. Okay, yeah. Um, um, have you- I think it's. I think it is the same like what you're pointing to obviously is just like exploitation of people that are whatever susceptible to that it, aliens in the same way if it's positioned in almost like a cult like form right like it's exactly it's the very charismatic person who may or may not have clear ulterior motives motives that they are pursuing or may just over time um <laughs> We lost Tom. I'm sorry. Yeah, we lost Tom again. <laughs> Man, that keeps happening. Um, I, but no, else you. I w- so I think to your point, like that's where that's where it gets like. I feel like so much baggage, basically. Like, yeah, because for example, going back to part one, when Tom mentioned the sort of accepted scientific observation of whatever that blinking thing or that whatever thing that flew across, whatever, right? Right. That didn't feel like complete nonsense. It didn't feel like I was being sold anything, whatever. Right. right? I feel like that's exactly. one way to engage in a conversation. It's not as exciting or as like, or like immediately engulfing in terms of like, Oh, I'm just overwhelmed with interest, but right. It's also not it's as digestible like, too. It's just like this one thing out there that someone observed. Right. And okay, sorry folks, well, I'm we, back. Nice. Yeah, nice. So, Tom, I was just saying, you know, I think there's like two ways that we talk about it. One being the 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 stuff that Matt characterized, which is like, um, you know, the really over the top kind of cultish type approach to it versus what you were describing in the first part of this pod when you talked about the observation. Oumuamua? Yeah, Oumuamua or whatever. And then the blinking light thing, which, again, doesn't capture hearts and minds in the same way as like. Uh, UFO s- parked it on the street in Miami, <laughs> but still. yeah, yeah, it definitely does. It, it there's still some unknown with that can actually, actually have that. Sorry. It's kind of, of that's almost like it's all, <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's almost like more exciting because like you know it's actually it is coming from the world of science. Like oh, these observable things. Like, but there's still that unknown that you can fill up with whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Right. And like you fill it up with aliens because it's like that's a natural thing to fill it up with. Sure. Have you, have you guys ever heard of uh, sleep paralysis? Yeah. What? I didn't hear you. What? Uh, have you ever heard of sleep paralysis? Yeah. So um, I've had that happen to me a few times and Whoa. it's pretty terrifying. It's Whoa. weird. Um, it's super terrifying. And you kind of like you, you can't move any of your body, um, but you're like 
aware, you're conscious, but you can't move anything. And like sounds are really loud. There are like these really loud kind of like deafeningly loud sounds. What? Um, and then there's I've never always had like, like that. there's always like a character, like a dark what? shadow character standing over your over you. What? Like looming. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is horrifying. It's it's absolutely <laughs> horrifying, and you. What do you mean? You, all you want to do shadow. There's like a shadow figure, like a Tom. You're not I, doing sleep paralysis, right? Just, you got to get a math program. Yeah. <laughs> usually, yeah, when I have it, it's just like I can't move for a little bit, and it's usually when I'm really, really, really tired. Yeah. And I wake up like, and I'm like, or I've had it. Maybe I've not had it. I've had it like where I think you're I've just describing a, like a, being tired. No, no, I, I've had this. Oh, it's a really I don't want to reach thing. myself. I'm so t- I have sleep. I have one by one arm, and I'm kind of like full bodied <laughs> on top of that arm, and then I try to move that arm, and it's like, oh god, sleep paralysis again. <laughs> no, I have had a situation where like I was dreaming that I had woken that I had woken up, and I like in the dream I'm like in the room that I went to bed in, and like I can't move. But that's probably not the same. But maybe that's what you know. This is and it's like you're actually dreaming. Well, I mean, you feel like you're dreaming for sure. But you you're looking yeah. around and you you can see like your whole room around you. But there's like this very clear presence of a a, a dark shadowy thing just like kind of hovering over you. And in some cases, it's like leaned in. And as it like leaned closer, like the volume, it's like someone took the volume knob and just like turned it to like a thousand. And it's just like this deafening like (laughs) sound. And then eventually you try to scream. You try your hardest to scream and you can't do it. You can't make a sound. And you and you feel like you're screaming. You're like your mouth is like trying to make the motion. And eventually you kind of just fall out of it and you, it's like you go back to sleep and then you wake up and, and it's, it's gone and that feeling is gone. And it's not, it's a common experience, maybe not common, but it's a shared experience that a lot of other people have experienced in, in that almost exact sort of way with that thing. Yeah. Can I ask some questions I watched a documentary. I watched this documentary about it and I was like, oh my God, that's happened to me. <laughs> That's cool. So you're, and I know I'm not doubting you. Sure. But you're sure you're awake. You're sure you're not dreaming still in a in like a more kind of open dream or could I mean it's very hard to tell. Um, like like when you're so you can't move so you're only moving your eyes presumably. Yeah. Yeah. And and but and so like when you're looking around everything like like the detail of things are really clear or what? Uh, yep. Yeah. Pretty clear. Huh? It sounds horrifying to be honest with you. It's like, really, it's, this is terrible. It's really, it's almost like maybe you can't look around with your eyes. I mean, it's, you're in a very, um, altered state. Uh, like Mm -hmm. maybe I can only see this shadow character from like my peripheral, but it's it's really terrifying. Like you feel like they are going to like it's going to kill you or or like I'm curious take what, you or or yeah. What made you think of this? Is this because it's like an alien type of deal? That's well, because there, it's a shared. I could see it's how a, it ties. It's in. a shared phenomenon. 
that happens that honestly probably is just a psychological thing. Mm-hmm. But my my question is why is it why so like prevalent? why does that happen and why yeah. is that yeah. a shared thing um that well, a lot of people I think, have experienced um, I think that it could be like I I tend to think that it's also psychological and I think like yeah. it's actually kind of an interesting point relating to aliens cuz like there are our bodies can do a lot of weird things and like make us think yeah. a lot of weird things our brains are super uh, powerful another, I know another shared thing that like a lot of people have, a lot of people have the dream where they, their teeth falls out. That's a common shared dream that like, for sure. And no one like tells you to have this dream. People just have this dream. Cause it's like a fear really? of fear of more mortality. Yeah. That's yep. what that means. Yeah. Wow. I've had that and, dream. I've never had the tooth yeah, fall out. I see? don't think really I've never had it yet. You're doing good then, man. Or I don't know if I will have it, but I haven't had it, <laughs> I but yes, but it's just this, this <laughs> the idea that like, <laughs> The mind can create all these things. He's like, like, I've had limbs fall off before, but not <laughs> teeth. So my my actual teeth up. fall out all the time. I've just never dreamed about it is what I meant. Do, do, you, remember, do you guys remember that girl? Uh, that, <laughs> I'm sorry, Tom. You know, finish your no, thought. No, no. I was just going to say like people can think like pe- these things happen to people and they talk about it like, oh, that happened to you too? And they're like, well, shit, it must be aliens. You know, that's kind of how some things right. happen. Gotcha. Right. Like, oh, I'm not yeah, I was. This was aliens. I'm just saying. Oh, I know you're not. Yeah. No, but yeah, I see. I, mean, I see what you're saying now. In the, in that, it connects back to the idea of like, you, maybe there's many people who have had a share experience where they saw a UFO. Right. Yeah. But and it's really like it's their hard mind to understand it, why it all these people would have had, had this experience separately. You know, if it's not true or whatever. Right. right. Like. What if seeing UFOs is a symptom of the human condition? Which would like, go to my theory because thing. it's very human centric. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. we close and, the loop on that. And maybe on, that, on, a, on some sort of small Preach, level, brother. they're having some sort of um, ep- episode where they're seeing something. I know? mean, again, I, I, I support an that acute, as an acute being possible. While also stating in the first pod that I think aliens are real. So I'm not. Me you know too. What I mean? Yeah. So I, yeah, yeah. I just don't know that they're manifesting in that way. But I don't know anything well, some, more than anybody else about this. We're actually quite a bit. A lot of times, people, like perhaps a, a lot of a lot of times those UFOs could maybe be like, like, you know, could be uh, an acute like symptom of like, you know, they're just their brains are f- farting or something. But it could be that there's like government you know, testing going on. It's just some like crazy mm-hmm. looking craft or something, but right. Mm-hmm. Um, can I, do you guys remember the story of when I was in uh, a desk receptionist? And mm, remind in one of the, one of the dorms. Yeah. It's oh pretty, yeah. Yeah. I think I remember. <laughs> Did you see an alien? We could, I, could, I could close on, we yeah, could close, close on this the story with maybe the, with the classic, classic desk receptionist <laughs> alien story. <laughs> Do I mean, it could could be aliens. So I'm sitting at the desk, you know, at one of the dorms. Um, and this girl comes in with like a, a 30 rack of beer. And I'm like, ooh, you're having fun tonight. And she's like, sure am. And she was a big girl. You know, I'm, I'm not going to lie. She was a, a hefty girl. And so she she was like, I think she joked. She was like, actually, I'm just like building a bookshelf today. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. Well, you're going to have fun doing that. And then like maybe like 15, 20 minutes later, she comes down like holding her mouth and she's like, 
um, do you have the, uh, do you have the number for public safety or something? And I was like, yeah, do you have to, do you have to go somewhere? She's like, I need to go to the hospital. I'm like, oh my God, what happened? She's like, my tooth just fell out of my mouth. And I'm like, oh my God, are you serious? She's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, let's, and I call, like, I get the public safety on the number on the phone and as i'm sitting there she's like oh my god another one's falling out right now and i'm like oh my god oh my god this girl's teeth were just falling out in front of me and i was like jesus christ she's like i don't know what's going on i don't know what's going on and in my mind i'm like did she do something with the beer like she's she built a bookshelf it was it's only been 15 minutes (laughs) was it late at night it was late at night and she was building a bookshelf. um so she goes in the the car and like comes back turns out it was uh um a <laughs> it turns out it was aliens <laughs> aliens were pushing her teeth yeah. out all right they folks no. they, mined them. <laughs> <laughs> they mine teeth human teeth that's how they get fuel the moral of the story is if you can't explain something to anyone just go with aliens and then walk away <laughs> Drop yeah. the mic, <laughs> and you're safe. <laughs> well, what actually was it? I'm now. I'm really. Yeah, I'm, it, it I'm was a uh, um, like an uh, infection. Um, what's it called? Not like a an staph oral infection. infection. Um, no, it was a certain type of infection that like was she like had the itis cir- circulating. <laughs> she had the itis. <laughs> she had the itis so bad, her teeth were jumping up out her mouth. <laughs> How many of those beers did she have before? (laughs) Just I'm trying to figure out the pain level she might have been going. Did she she seem to like rip them open with her teeth or something? (laughs) That's what I thought too. Ah, Like she's like trying to show off. Like you ever seen this trick? (laughs) (laughs) And it didn't work the first time because her teeth. (laughs) She tried a second time. (laughs) I don't know, man. But that's yeah. It was like the infection was like in her body for like a month or something, and eventually it like made its way to her. Gums. Her mouth, her gums, and just like exploded the roots of her. Wow, that is. I mean, I'm glad doctor, it's not something folks. like way worse, Pretty. but yeah, I mean, she was fine, you know. Yeah, yeah. folks. She, like, I guess the big question for all the listeners <laughs> is, did she ever build that bookshelf? I mean, that's. <laughs> <laughs> that we'll put a, that's we'll put a poll, we'll all put a poll on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, Do you think she built that bookshelf? Next episode, the topic will be. Did she build that book? She's actually our guest. <laughs> and then week. the three of us, we can just conjecture for an hour and 15 minutes about whether or not she built it. <laughs> and then she tells us the answer at the end. Yeah. Yeah. And of course nice. it's aliens. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. All right, folks. Yeah. You're probably right, tired. Thanks of for us. listening. That's part two. All right. That is part two. And we will catch you when we catch you. Catch you when we catch you. And don't forget to um, check us out on Twitter. Wild conjecture. Like, and subscribe. Like and subscribe as always. <laughs> Just kidding, we don't have that. But if you somehow do, that's cool. You can yeah. like like it in like reality and, and maybe tell us, but I like it. Anyway. Sweet. Bye folks. IRL. Alright, bye. Until next time. Bye. bye.